Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast with our hosts, Dave Jorner and Jared Press, who through Project Hatch, dedicate their life's work to enabling and empowering young people around Australia to do life even better. Whatever you're wanting to create for your life, this podcast will give you the tips, messages and inspiration you need to make it happen. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. So glad you're here with us again today. And like always, we hope that you are creating a great day for yourself today. Yeah, absolutely. Dave, uh, catching the bus in this morning, yep. I did something maybe I shouldn't have done. Right. Uh, I was looking at the window, and yep. it's magpie season. <laughs> it is. And some of us getting swooped by magpie. Oh, no. And I had a chuckle. Uh, <laughs> had a chuckle. Some I feel poor bad. person yeah. getting attacked by a magpie, and you're sitting there on the bus, Pressy, having a chuckle. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I just, <laughs> I don't even go walking in magpie season. I'm done. I'm finished. I can't even yep. because I'm, I'm not afraid of the, of the magpie. I'm afraid of people laughing at me. You're afraid of that person laughing at yes. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, exactly. Doing exactly what I was there, doing we've to done someone. That. Absolutely. Yep. Actually, just on the weekend, I was out with my boys going for a walk. They're on their bikes. I was going for a walk. And we had no idea, but all of a sudden these magpies just started coming for us. And because the boys are smaller, they just started going for them. I had no idea which boy to go for because they were separate and it was crazy. And then afterwards, the boys are absolutely shaken. They were petrified and they didn't want to go back. But the problem was, there was only one way back to our car. And that was back through that one spot where the magpies were. There was no way that we could avoid it. And the boys were shaking. They're like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. Can we just get a taxi? Can we just get home some other way? I don't want to do this. But there's no way to avoid it. We had to go back through that spot. And we spoke for a long time. We picked up a stick, yep. a big long stick that we could wave around our heads. I got the boys right next to me. And I said, just wave your fist around your head if the magpies come. And, you know, all that stuff. But the boys were absolutely petrified. Yeah. They were shaking yep. the entire time. They were walking slowly. But they did it. Yeah. Like, they made their way through and it made me like the bravery they showed then actually made me feel a little bit proud. Yeah. Dude, I want to talk about this thing. Yeah. Fear versus bravery. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we sort of, I think, geek out on this a lot. <laughs> yes, the, we do. This idea of uh, you're not allowed to have fear, yeah. be fearless sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that many people don't know, but I spent a short time and I want to stress a short time being like a part-time firefighter. Uh-huh. Um, and How I've short? Like a year. A year? Um, okay. When I was a teacher, right. uh, I also was a part-time firefighter. Not at the same school, teacher, firefighter at the same place. Well, the, the same fire station was right across the road from the school. That's handy. So yeah, nice. it was very handy. Jump the fence. Um, but I've never felt so scared in my life. Uh, okay. As to the first time that I put on a breathing apparatus, right. you know, the thing that firefighters wear into the buildings, um, I just freaked out. I couldn't breathe. You can't hear. Um, if something goes wrong, the mask stuck to your face, you could suffocate. Um, I was incredibly scared. And it wasn't until someone came, stood in front of me and calmed me down mm. and reminded me that there's a process to this and mm. that I can work through it. And I was able to turn that fear. And this is something that I did many times during firefighting when the pager would go off and you'd be going to a car accident or a fire. You had to turn your fear into bravery. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Like, were there moments when, because of that fear, you just wanted to not go? You just wanted to quit being a firefighter? Like that first time even when um, 
you were putting that paratus on for the first time and you were scared, like, yep. would you have been able to go through it without that guy there with you? That's a really hard question. Like, there were moments when I went, I can't do this, but I have to because it was right. your job. Yep. You know, I didn't want to do, say, if the time that we were going to a house on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, or a burning building, I, I should say. Um, yeah, you start running the processes of am I going to have to really step up here and will I be able to do it or am I going to fail people? Um, and we were very, very fortunate that we got to the scene and there we didn't have to do any serious dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. But you start running those processes. Will I be able to do this? Yeah. Last one. Uh, look, I suppose there's in a moment like you had no choice. You had to do it. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't back out. You couldn't back out. You had to step up and you yes. had to do it. And that kind of helped you. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, and same with the boys, like with the magpies, you know, a very different level, of course, hugely different level. But sometimes there's these moments of great, tremendous fear and all we want to do is run away. All we want to do is freeze or, or fight or, or flight. And sometimes you actually can't. Yep. Or sometimes you shouldn't. Obviously, if you're in danger, then, yeah, get out. Do whatever you need yeah, to. Yeah. But other times we're incredibly scared and fearful and nervous and anxious about taking the next step, a really important step, something that you really, really, really need to do and you just can't back out. Like that moment when I proposed to my wife, I was freaking out. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> like oh, I was pretty sure she's going to say yes. I even forgot to get on one knee. Did I tell you that, Pressy? No. I, I was yeah, freaking out oh, so come much. On, dude. I actually forgot to get down on one knee. She still said yes. Um, but anyways, I was freaking out so yep. bad. Yep. I couldn't not do it because it meant so much to me. Yeah. I couldn't not back out. I couldn't not take the ring back and sell it, you know, back to the shop or whatever. I, I, because of the reward, because of the future I wanted, I had to step up. Yep. I had to take that action. I, I couldn't lose that opportunity to marry her. And so with this fear versus bravery, like, I think there's this unhealthy pursuit of fearlessness out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, you see it on shirts. Be fearless and slogans and all this stuff about you must be fearless. And to do incredibly incredibly um, remarkable achievements, you must be fearless. It's kind of funny though. Like they've actually found that there's this one rock climber, um, Alex, someone or other from over in America, and he is literally fearless. What? I, okay. Literally. Literally yep. fearless. So these neuroscientists have like plugged his brain into all these different things. And they figured out that, you know, like when the amygdala is supposed to fire off, this part of your brain is supposed to fire off when you're experiencing fear, his yep. doesn't. Okay. And, you know, or maybe the prefrontal cortex, sorry about me geeking out here right yes. now, but maybe that's really effective in terms of calming him down a lot, yeah? yeah? But they've noticed that the normal fear response that happens in someone's brain isn't going off in his brain, okay? And oh. that enables him to scale these incredibly tall cliffs like you know, in um, Yosemite and so on without experiencing what we call fear. Yeah. Now, is he being brave because of that? If he's not experiencing fear. Yeah, okay, yeah, that works, yeah. If he's not experiencing fear, but he's doing this, what we would say is something incredible, like climbing this one kilometre high cliff face, Yeah, but he's not fearful. Is that brave? Or is the dude is trying to keep up with the camera? <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, is yeah. is is he the brave guy? Because he's freaking out. He's 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 on ropes. He's connected to the cliff wall. He's freaking out. Is he the brave one? See, for me, yes. Yeah. For me, he's the brave one. See, with this unhealthy pursuit of fearlessness. By the way, I call it unhealthy because fear is natural. Fear is normal. It's actually telling you something really important. It, it, it's fear that got us here. Like it's fear, and it's that 
that ability yeah. to know what's dangerous yep. that has actually made us evolve. Absolutely. It, it's, it's kept cavemen alive yeah, yeah. <laughs> for years. Okay, fight this saber-toothed tiger or get out of there, yeah, or freeze yep. and pretend I'm dead right now so it'll go past me. It's kept us alive. It's enabled us to evolve and it's enabled us to step up and take incredibly important action because what fear does is it helps you step up um, and it, it, it gets your, it prepares your body for what's coming next. Yeah. It allows you to be more alert, to think more clearly and more quickly and, and run faster. And you know those incredible feats of strength when someone lifts a car up of somebody else, maybe that's their fear, the adrenaline running through this body because of that. So fear is actually really quite helpful. Now, when we want to be fearless, for me to, um, you know, if I want to go skydiving, I must be fearless. For me to get up in front and, and talk, get up in front of a whole bunch of people and, and talk about something, I must be fearless. Or for me to yeah. ask this person out, I must be fearless. Or go for this job, I must be fearless. If that's what we think all the time, we're not actually going to take action. You know no. why? Because when we experience that fear and get scared and get anxious and get nervous, you know what happens? Like you will start doubting yourself. If you want to be fearless, every single time you experience fear, you will think you are broken. You will think you're weak. Yeah. You will think there's something wrong with you. You will compare your weakest moments with other people's strongest, most brave moments. And you will think, if I'm experiencing this fear, that's telling me I can't do this. But they can. How come? And Well, yeah. maybe they're scared as well. They're just being brave. You are allowed to experience fear. In fact, it's natural, okay? When you experience fear, again, it's telling you that there's something incredibly important happening right now and maybe you need to take evasive action, get out of there because it's dangerous or maybe it's this moment means so much to you right now yep. because of everything that's at stake. You know, maybe it's the fear of rejection. If I ask my, you know, when I proposed to my now wife, maybe it was that fear of rejection, even though I knew she was going to say yes. Okay. You're that sure of yourself. <laughs> well, I wanted to hope so, yes. It was that fear of, well, what if she actually says no for some yeah. reason? You know? it's that, and, and, okay, so the fear of rejection was so big because that connection with her, the, the dream I had of the future together was so incredibly important to me. And that fear was telling me that maybe that future life is at risk. Maybe that won't happen. Yeah. You know, when someone stands up in front of a group like, oh, Jared, you and I were talking before we started recording this about, you know, someone who really inspires us for this podcast right here, right now. He's probably even listening, but we're not going to use his name. No. He's probably listening. Like we were running a leadership training program a little while ago. And there was this one guy, he was absolutely freaking out. Terrified. Terrified. We're asking him some questions about what type of leader does he want to become? And he was shaking. He, you could hear it in his voice. You could absolutely hear it in his voice. And, you know, on the verge of tears. and and. He didn't want to talk. He, w he was almost freezing a bit. And why? Maybe because I don't actually know why. I can't read his mind. But we've all had those moments, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, sure. You know, like I don't want to get up and speak in front of these people because what if I do it wrong? Or what if they reject me? Or what if they think I'm an outcast or different? Or what if they laugh at my responses? Yeah. Right? And that's normal to think that, by the way. As we kept asking this boy more and more and more questions, Something remarkable happened. He started like, you know, we're talking to him about, dude, you're okay to be scared. You're okay to be nervous. Like, take deeper breaths. It's okay. Yep, yep. What we found was that he started getting his brave on. Yeah. The longer he spoke, the more confident he got. That he stopped shaking. Uh, and then the very next time, 
that we asked the whole group a question, he was one of the first people to put his hand up. Yes, and everyone yes. just kind of sat in, 80 people in the room, sat in silence and awe and wonder going, dude, is this you? Like, yep. Where did you come from? And they'd seen a massive change in him. Why? Because he got his brave on. Yeah. That yep. was one of the greatest moments, I think, um, that, that I've ever witnessed a young person do was him push through that fear. Absolutely. And, you, you know, like... For him, he was incredibly fearful that first time. And instead of him saying, I can't, I can't do this because I feel scared. I think during the conversations and so on, he started looking at how can I do this? Yes. Yes. Not I can't, which actually really means I don't want to. um, But he started looking at how can I do this? What do I need to do to be able to push through this? And because he did it once, the next time it was easier. And the next time it was even easier again. Yeah, he wasn't trying to be fearless. No. He was experiencing tremendous fear. I think he actually found comfort in the fear. Yeah. I think he realized that whatever is feeling within me right now, this this not this tightness, this heaviness, it's okay to be there and I can push forward anyway. You know, when those big moments come up, your stomach's gonna drop. You know, if you're called all of a sudden to get up in front of talking to a whole bunch of people or if you want to go and approach some new people and start a conversation or whatever and there's a big moment and your stomach drops and that knot comes and then your breathing goes shallow and, and then your hands start sweating, all that type of stuff, it's telling you that something really important is coming up. It's not telling you to back off and that you can't do it. It's not telling you that you can't do it. Yep. It's telling you, take a breath. What do I value right here? And right now, what's the most valued action I can take? What's the most ideal version of the person that I want to be? Yep. And how, what action can I take right now to get closer to that? So for this boy from that leadership program, I wonder if for him, the most ideal version of him was that person who could get up and talk in front of a group. Yeah. And maybe he focused on that. And maybe that's what got him there. I want to touch on the idea of um, like fear preparing you. you right, know, yep. If you're not afraid, and there's one dude who isn't afraid, but if you're not afraid <laughs> okay. to climb a mountain, yeah. you're not going to triple check your ropes. No. Uh, if you're not Absolutely. afraid, you know, like you use fear. Mm. We use fear yep. when we're presenting. Absolutely. Let's yeah. make sure that everything's sorted here to eliminate that fear. Yeah. Um, as a drama student back in high school, I guess my mantra was use my fear because it comes out in my passion and it comes out in the acting or whatever mm-hmm. it is I'm doing. Mm-hmm. As a mm-hmm. firefighter, me and my buddy who would be training, we practice, we practice to make mm-hmm. sure that if we ever had to, and thank God I didn't, mm-hmm. go into a burning building, mm-hmm. that we'd be coming out alive. Absolutely. It's that fear that actually prepares us yeah. and allows us to achieve and do a greater job. Yeah, it helps step your body and your brain up into a whole nother level of preparedness yep. to take action, to do whatever's required next. So... What's fear for? Fear provides you with an opportunity to get your brave on. It gets me pumped. To get you ready, to get you prepared. Um, As you said, Jared, it helps you be a lot more cautious, making sure that you're taking the very best action forward, the most valued action forward. So the take-home from this podcast today, next time you feel fear, next time you get scared, next time you get anxious or nervous or worried, Remember that you're not broken. Nope. You're okay. It's normal. 
It's actually telling you something incredibly important. It's telling you firstly, either get out and get safe or what's coming up next is a big moment for you. Yes. And you need to get your brave on and you need to take a deep breath and back yourself and step up and do what's needed to become that person that you know that you can be and that person that you deserve to be. The challenge for this week, stick a reminder, stick a reminder in your phone to go off every morning yep. and say, don't be fearless, be brave. Be brave. Fear is okay, remember that. Put a reminder in your phone, don't be fearless, be brave. So, again, um, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast today. We'd really love to know how these podcasts are going for you. Um, if you don't tell us, we've got no idea what you want us to talk about and that type of thing. And we would really love to know so that we can tailor these podcasts so we can talk about the messages that you really want to hear. So um, to help us out, please jump onto the iTunes and in the podcast app, give us a, a very helpful rating, please, and leave a review there because um, we'd love to know how it's going for you. And also, if you leave us a review and a star rating, then that helps us get in front of many, many, many more young people and others just yes, like yes. you who could really benefit from these messages. So um, do us a favor, get on there, give us a star rating, give us a review. We'll do shout outs for some of these reviews. Yep. And we really look forward to seeing you again or having you joining us um, again on our next podcast. And in the meantime, continue to have a great day and do life even better. Absolutely. Thank you again. And we look forward to having you join us next time. Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all the show notes on our website at www.projecthatch.com.au forward slash Do Life Better podcast. You can connect with us on Facebook at Project Hatch and on Instagram at Project underscore Hatch. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a comment on iTunes to help this podcast reach more listeners just like you. Now it's time to get out there and do life even better.